Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Six o'clock, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Joe Giglio with you, Tucker Bagley behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. That's a hop aboard on this Friday night, a football Friday night. I'm starting to get amped up here. It is a playoff weekend and we're going to find out here where the Eagles are going to play. Maybe by tomorrow at like 8 o'clock. Maybe tomorrow night we'll know. Maybe it'll be Sunday around 8 o'clock we'll know. Or maybe this thing goes to Monday and we'll find out who's coming here next weekend in front of a raucous crowd at Lincoln Financial Field. I want to start with that. We'll get to the latest on Jalen Hurts. And my worry meter continues to be up about Jalen's shoulder and what this is going to look like. Lane Johnson, that's some good, good, good injury news as he comes back and Sounds like he's good to go for next week. Great guests on later. Uh, Connor Orr, Sports Illustrated, NFL Picks, uh, and of course the All-Pro teams with J.C. Kelsey, I think stamping his ticket to the Hall of Fame. So we'll get to all that. But I want to start with this because there's been some conjecture this week about the possibilities of who the Eagles could play, right? We, we, and we know there's four options. They can't play the 49ers. They can't play the Minnesota Vikings next week. They have four options. And for the purpose of this conversation, I just want to remove the Seahawks and the Giants. I mean, I, I recognize the Giants have a chance to win. It's a three-point number. But I, I'm going to assume, and I think Chuck's going to hold in the NFC with the bottom teams. I don't believe the Seahawks can go to San Francisco and win. And I don't believe the Giants are going to win. I think the Vikings are going to find a way to win that game on Sunday. So I think we're going to be facing the winner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And you know what I've seen on this radio station and heard on this radio station the last couple days? And I don't like it. Some cowboy fear out there. I don't like it. I mean, the, the guy, you know, 15, 20 feet in front of me, he's got some cowboy fear. Tom Kelly's got some cowboy fear. Even, even someone we all respect out there has some cowboy fear. I don't. I'll start with this tonight as we look forward to Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. I want the Cowboys. If I could pick the opponent for next weekend, I want the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm going to remove the Giants and Seahawks. I mean, really, this is between the Bucks and Cowboys. If chalk holds in the NFC, I want the Cowboys. I have zero fear of Mike McCarthy coming here and out coaching the Eagles coaching staff. Zero fear of the Dallas Cowboys. I have zero fear of Dak Prescott. Have you seen him play this season? Dak Prescott will turn the football over twice the minute they get off the bus to walk into Lincoln Financial Field. I want to see Dak Prescott. I want to see Mike McCarthy. The Dallas Cowboys this year, on grass, take them off their fast turf in Dallas. They are 1-4 and four on grass. 1-4. and four. Not 4-1, four and one, not 2-3, and three, not 3. They're 1-4. and four. And that one win this season came against the Tennessee Titans a couple days after Christmas when the Titans played nobody. 
when the Titans rested Derrick Henry and all their starters to put a third-string quarterback out there to rest for the eventual AFC South Championship game the week after. The Dallas Cowboys have been awful uh, away from their turf and the fast track. Awful. Micah Parsons is banged up. Their corners are banged up. Do you know what Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown would do to that, that, that team right now? I mean, we saw it down on Christmas Eve in Dallas with Gardner Minshew playing. And they got – and the. Eagles passing a torch to Cowboys secondary with Gardner Minshew playing. With Jalen Hurts back in the fold after a week off to rest that shoulder, the Eagles will absolutely torch the Dallas Cowboys secondary. And then let's just go to the particulars of, of the kind of the schedule here. So the Dallas Cowboys and Bucks are going to play on Monday night. Whoever wins that game, and I think the Eagles will see the winner of that game, whoever wins that game on Monday, We'll be playing here on a short week. I don't believe it will be Saturday. I don't think the NFL would do that to the winner of that game To in the interest of fairness. I think the game will be on Sunday. But that being said, it would be a short week. Monday night football to play on a Sunday. The Eagles will be coming off a bye against a team on a short week. You couldn't draw up a better scheduling quirk for the Eagles there, whether it's Tampa Bay or it's Dallas. It's a great scheduling quirk. But how about this? I'll throw one more in on Dallas and why I, I that's the team I want to face next weekend. The Dallas Cowboys this week will be playing their third straight road game. It's part of the reason why I think they're going to be in for a dogfight on Monday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We know it. We saw it with the Eagles when they went to Dallas a few weeks ago. Three straight road games is hell for NFL teams. Dallas went to Tennessee. Dallas went to Washington. Dallas is going to Tampa. So you know what that means. I mean, we don't have to be you know math geniuses here to know what's one after three, and that would be four. When the Dallas Cowboys get here next weekend, if that's the matchup, it would be their fourth straight road game. Teams on fourth straight road games are limping in. I welcome this matchup. It is what I want of all of the potential matchups. And let's go to the, you know, basically the two realistic ones. I think are Tampa and and the Dallas Cowboys. I want Dallas. I can't believe how many people out there when when presented with this, you know, this option are choosing to want to face Tom Brady. Like, I understand that Tom Brady is not the player he was a few years ago. He's probably not even the player he was last year. Have you guys missed some of the game-winning drives he's had this year? Like, we've seen this before. There's championship pedigree on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's They're led by the greatest quarterback of all time. If next week the Eagles are a little sluggish on offense and it's a close game, let me just paint a picture for you. Close game next, next Sunday afternoon. Let's say the game's, you know, in the... 20 to 17 range in the fourth quarter. Eagles offense kind of needs, you know, it's, it's kind of choppy early as, as they're getting back in the swing of things and they're getting everybody back and Jalen's trying to get through maybe some soreness in that shoulder and some cold weather. And on the other side, in a close game in the fourth quarter, you could choose Dak Prescott or you could choose Tom Brady. I mean, am I living in bizarro land that, that many, this many people out there would rather see Tom Brady than Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy? No, I don't want to see the Buccaneers. I don't care what their regular season record is. They have Tom Brady at quarterback. They have legitimate weapons at wide receiver with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They have a championship pedigree across their roster. They just won it two years ago. Give me the Dallas Cowboys on a team that has virtually zero championship pedigree. I mean, you got a coach that's a buffoon. You have a, t- a quarterback who's turned the ball over left and right. It would be their fourth straight road game. And let me just say it, it'd be more fun. I mean, this season, for as amazing as it's been, you know what we've lacked? We've lacked a little sizzle this season. We have lacked sizzle in this season. How many big games have they had where we all got amped up for it? It was a gigantic game, and they delivered. There hasn't been that many. I mean, really, the Dallas game, we got amped up for it, and they lost. Uh, with Gardner Mitchell out there. There haven't been that many. It's just been a kind of a weird season with the schedule. The Dallas Cowboys coming in here and beating them to end their season 
would be by far the most fun this season has been at any point. 215-592-9494. Who do you want next weekend? As we look forward to the the divisional round next week, the wild card round this week, I want the Cowboys. I want Dallas coming in here. I think it'd be an incredible scene at Lincoln Financial Field. I think it would be the best matchup considering it'd be their fourth straight road game. Dak Prescott has been... I mean, you rate the quarterbacks right now, putting him above eight or nine in the postseason field is is wrong. I mean, he's been poor for the past six weeks. They are limping in the secondary. They don't play well on grass. McCarthy's a buffoon. Give me the Cowboys here next week. 215-592-9494. All right, let's start hearing from people who disagree with me. I, I know Tucker does, and then we'll hear from another voice that seemingly doesn't want to see the Cowboys. Tucker, who do you want? Bucks or Cowboys? I mean, you want Tampa Bay, don't you? I think anyone who says otherwise is is silly, and I get it, right? The, the Cowboys haven't won on grass. They don't win on the road. I think they're 2-13 and 13 in their last 15 road playoff games dating oh, back I love that. to the 1980 NFC title game, which maybe I'm making your case for you. But I, I look at Dallas, and that's a team that we've seen have success against the Eagles, right? They're 8-3 and three against the Eagles in their last 11 games. Dak Prescott beats the Eagles. We we joke and we laugh about how mediocre Dak Prescott is and Kirk Cousins is and all these guys. Guess what? They beat the Eagles time and time again. Dak Prescott gets the better of the Philadelphia Eagles, and if I had a choice, yeah, I'm taking 46-year-old Tom Brady and that uh, Tampa Bay offense right now that's just limping around. Their offensive line is in shambles. They are missing their not only their starting center, but their backup center and also possibly their third-string center. They're down to their second-string right tackle, and their left tackle has missed some games with an injury, too. I mean, the one thing that kills Tom Brady isn't that pass rush, right? Getting pressure up the middle. Yeah, The Eagles have that in, in spades, right? That That's what they're known for. They have 70 sacks this season. Third or fourth best pass rush in the history of the NFL, if you want to look at those numbers. When I look at what the Eagles could do, I'd much rather face a team like Tampa Bay, who I just don't think is very good. Like, is Dallas flawed? Sure. Is Dallas a team that can easily be beat? 100%. We've seen it before. I think it's silly to bet on the Cowboys to go to the NFC title game because there's about 30 years of history that proves otherwise. But I'd rather take the team that I just think is flat out worse. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard. I want the Cowboys in the division round. Are you in or not? I mean, I just, I, I just, I'm wondering if people are scared of the Cowboys. I mean, that, that's what it seems like. I'm not. That win on that loss, I should say, win by them on Christmas Eve didn't move me. The Eagles turned the ball over four times. They had Minshew playing, and they nearly won the game anyway. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I want the Cowboys here next weekend. Like if I could pick my matchup, I'm picking the Cowboys um, among the realistic ones. I don't think Seattle's going to win. Our, you know, Ray Dinninger who we're, we're excited is you know back in the fold and, and doing some work during the postseason, both NBC Sports Philadelphia, jumped on with Angelo the other day, jumped on, I, I believe, with Cameron Ritchie. Um, he gave his take on this. He was asked who he'd choose for the divisional round based on the wild card possibilities here. Ray doesn't agree with me on this. Here's what he said about the Dallas matchup. I would not want to play the Cowboys. If you gave me the choice, if you gave me the choice of the three, uh, the Cowboys are the team I would, I would least want to play. All right. Well, Ray's on the other side, which means most people probably, probably agree with Ray, and that's fine. And I re- always respect Ray's opinion. I do want the Cowboys. Ray doesn't. Tucker doesn't. How about you? I just, next weekend at Lincoln Financial Field, the ability to end the Cowboys season, to have the coaching advantage on every side of the football, to be able to go up against a quarterback 
who turns the ball over left and right. Jerry Jones talk about all oh, but he wants his DNA. It's not to turn the football over. Well, he must have lost or switched his DNA with somebody else because he's thrown 15 picks in 12 games this year. They are one and four on grass. Tucker just mentioned they've won two road playoff games since 1980. Okay, this team's not that Dallas Cowboy team is not coming in here on a short week and winning. No way, no how. I want the Cowboys. I want Hurts to play and shut Micah Parsons up. And I want to eliminate that team and Mike McCarthy. And I want to watch Jerry Jones walk out of here with a loss. 215-592-9494. Do you want the Cowboys next weekend? And we don't get this opportunity very often to, to play and beat the Cowboys in the postseason. I want the Cowboys. You with me or not? Mike is in Delco. What's up, Mike? Yeah, what's going on? How you doing, man? Good, Mike. What are you I- thinking tonight? So this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking how much, as much as I would love to have the Cowboys next week, I would love to have them in the NFC Championship game, and I would love to see Seattle win and then beat them going to get to the Super Bowl. I think it could be realistic, a realistic situation that they come into. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if the Giants or the Seahawks win, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Dallas would go to San Francisco and, and we would get the other side of it. So, yeah, it could be the Eagles and Cowboys in the title game. It'd be like 1980 all over again, Mike. Exactly, but I mean the real, realistically, Cowboys probably are not going to go to San Francisco and beat San Francisco, right? In all reality, you know. So ideally, you know, Seattle's probably going to lose. We're probably going to see the Cowboys in in the next round, and you know, it would be a nice rewind from Christmas Eve, you know, because it ruined my fucking my Christmas. You know, well, I, I got a bad. I mean, Mike, I got a bad taste in my mouth too, man. I appreciate it. I mean, I, you're not the only one. I got a bad taste in my mouth from that Christmas Eve game. The Eagles were the better team on the field that day, and they lost four turnovers. A bit, I have a bitter taste in my mouth from that game. If Jalen Hurts is out there, the Eagles win that game by ten points. I want the Cowboys again. Not that I'm gonna be sitting there wearing, you know, wearing waving pom poms and wearing a star on Monday, but I, I want them. And I just I can't subscribe to the idea because the Bucks had a tough season that I want to face Tom Brady in the playoffs. I learned my lesson on that. A year ago, I sat here and said I want to see the Bucks in the playoffs. I thought they were vulnerable, and they were. And the Rams beat them the next week, but they they beat the Eagles up. Like I, if I can avoid the greatest quarterback in history, I'm gonna want I'm gonna try to do that. That, that's, that's the way I'm going to approach the postseason. If I could avoid the greatest quarterback ever, and instead I could have Dak Prescott in here, I'm in. Give me Dallas. I want to see the Cowboys in the second round. Mike is up on WIP. Hey, Mike. Yo, how, I'm wondering, like, if... I know the Cowboys thing, I'm with you. But it's like, how are they going to get past the GOAT? You're worried about the GOAT. How are they going to get past them? Well, Mike, that's a great question, and I think there's a real chance the Bucks, you know, beat them on um, on Monday night. I mean, that that game could be tight, and with the way Dak has played lately, I know Brady is not the player he was. You know, he's declined obviously a little bit here this year, but I, he's still better than Dak. Oh, without a doubt. But he, I mean, if if the Cowboys are going to beat them, that's that's the key. You want them to play the Eagles for sure. Yeah, I do. And and you're and that game Monday, and Mike, I appreciate. it. I actually liked it. It's the Monday night game. I love, you know, and if we get chalk this weekend, right? If we get um, the Niners beating the Seahawks and we get the Vikings beating the Giants, I think the Giants become a little too popular. Uh, everyone's on the Giants this week. I mean, that team's won 
two games, three games in the last two and a half months because they beat a couple bad teams like the Texans and the Colts. Everyone thinks the Giants are good. I, it's kind of bizarre. Um, I, I do think the Niners and the Vikings are going to win, which means the team that wins Monday night between the Bucks and the Cowboys is coming in here. And, I mean, you just couldn't draw it up any better. You, you get Mike, McCar- Mike McCarthy. He's going to out-scheme this Eagles team. No, he's not. You have a banged-up secondary, which Hurts should rock. I mean, the, the Eagles passing game, think about what they did down there in Dallas of those corners. Devontae Smith, on a field of, of Pro Bowl kind of players, was the best player that day. A.J. Brown making big plays down the field. They won't be able to cover those guys. I mean, they won't be able to cover them at all. And then it's their fourth straight road game, and they're bad on grass. Give me the Dallas Cowboys. Troy is the Northeast. Hey, Troy. Joe, what's going on, brother? What's up, Troy? What do you think? I love you, man, but you're wrong, bro. And it ain't got nothing to do with fearing the Cowboys. I'm not fearing them at all, the cockroaches. My thing is, I don't want them to have any success at all. I want to keep that thing going where they haven't won a playoff game. I also am looking to the fact that if we take Seattle, which probably won't happen, if they do beat San Francisco, one of our biggest competition is gone. Plus, we if we get Tampa Bay, we owe them a bubble from last year. So that's my mentality, man. It has nothing to do with being scared. It's just the matchup, and it's also making, making sure that Dallas doesn't have any type of momentum going. Well, I mean, I, I want to see Dallas lose too, Troy. I mean, I, we always want to see Dallas lose. But, it'd be, Troy, it'd be fun to beat them, to have Jerry Jones come here next week and to beat Dak Prescott. Like, that that would be fun. Yeah, but like the other caller said it, if, if we don't have to see them in the first round. If they last to the championship round, that's even better because then they're really going to be have their hopes there. Well, well, they well that would be amazing, right? If it was a championship game to get to the Super Bowl, Troy, I preached the phone call. Um, yeah, and and I understand. Look, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, would you rather have the Seattle Seahawks? You want the worst team possible. I just. I happen to think Chalk's going to hold uh, on Saturday and Sunday in the NFC, which means it will set up for Dallas and, and the Bucs, and, and we'll have that game be the, the winner coming here. We'll know it when that game's – I mean, if the Niners win tomorrow and the Vikings win Sunday, we know that we don't know who they play. Like, we're, we're going to know it's all coming down to Monday night. That, that's how we're going to figure out who the Eagles are going to play in this game next weekend. And, and I have, there's no sizzle. To the Seahawks. Like, it's a nice story. Cool. Geno Smith. Like, there's nothing. There's no sizzle there. The Giants. I mean, that team, I, I know they just, they've played. That team's not really a formidable opponent that I'm, like, worried about the Giants. In fact, like, they just blew the doors off them, what, five weeks ago in New York? Last week was a weird game where the Eagles were half playing. The Giants were three quarters not playing. And it was a weird game. That's, there's no sizzle to those games. And if I could avoid Tom Brady... I will avoid Tom. Tom Brady's record could be four and thirteen. I don't really want to play Tom Brady. Like he's still the goat. The the I mean the Cowboys here next week. That's that's what I want. Jason's in Swedesburg. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's going on, Joe? How you doing, Joe? What do you think of Jason? Well, I just want to say um, I'll take either one because I think we'll beat either one of them. It don't matter. It's it just whoever wins. But I don't think the Cowboys are beating the Bucks for all the reasons you named that the Eagles will beat them. And Tom Brady's undefeated against them. And if I know one thing about Tom Brady, it's that he's a prideful, egotistical man who wants to keep records. And there's a video of the Bucks players on the sideline on the opening day talking to Brady like, did you know you were undefeated against the Cowboys? And he like jokingly was like, oh, no, I didn't realize until we started beating them today and someone told me. It's like Brady definitely knew. Brady likes to keep his records and his streaks going. And something tells me that playoff Brady is a lot scarier than playoff Mike McCarthy and playoff Dak Prescott. 
Well, that yeah, I mean, because you know what, those guys are not scary at all. They're they're the opposite of scary. I mean, that that they're, I mean, they're falling apart, Jason. But I, I would love to be the if they do get past Tampa, and you're probably right, Tampa's probably going to beat them. But if they get past Tampa, I would love to be the team that kind of ends the Cowboys season. That would be fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I really feel like like sizzle wise, like you were saying, like sexy matchups. Obviously, the Cowboys are the best one. It'll be the best game. Uh, you know, we'll get to play, and they might give us an actual challenge. But just real quick before I uh, hop off, I do want to say this about the uh, the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jags-Chargers, people are giving the game to the Chargers, it seems like, already, saying that the, the Jags won their Super Bowl last week. Listen, I always take the experience when it comes to the coaching staff. And Brandon Staley, I can already imagine it. They lose the game because Mike Williams wasn't out there for Justin Herbert, and Brandon Staley gets fired because of it. And guess what? Doug Peterson is a Super Bowl-winning head coach, and he won it with a backup. I would gladly take the Jags beating the Chargers this week at home. And honestly, they're getting points. I would I would take the money line. I wouldn't even take the points. Give me the money line, Joe. Well, it's interesting, Jason. Man, I appreciate the phone call. I'll be I mean, I'll be rooting for Doug tomorrow night. And I, I actually I'm on the Chargers. I'm on the other side of it. I, I even with the Mike Williams injury, I think the Chargers are a better team. But that being said, Doug Peterson in his career, he's been an underdog in the playoffs five times. He's four and one straight up in those games. Four and one as an underdog coach in the playoffs. And we obviously watched it here. I mean, it started here in 2017. I mean, I I will never rule out Doug in a big game when everyone's against Doug Peterson. You know, a Super Bowl winning coach has never won his first playoff game when he's with a new team. Yeah, and and usually you like to go against first time playoff quarterbacks, young quarterbacks. Well, they're both young playoffs. I mean, that game, it just has toss up written on. I mean, I feel like that could be a very close game to the end. Jerry is up on WIP. What's up, Jerry? What's it's Jerry? What's up, Joe? How are you doing, bro? Jerry? What's up, buddy? You know, man, don't you a trucker, buddy? I met you. I met you when you were in Ike and Re- when, uh, You and John, you and Ike were at uh, Chickies. Yeah, you were filled in there. You took a picture of me, dude. Yeah, I, I remember, I, Jerry. I, I, I was awesome, man. How you been? I, I admire you, and then I badgered you a couple weeks ago about some stuff. But that's okay, you know. Um, so. Here's the deal. The Eagles are probably pretty much going to be in the Super Bowl. If they're not in the Super Bowl, then there's some fluke that's going to happen that's going to derail them. But mark my words, they'll be in the Super Bowl. Now, whether they win or not, depends on who the NFL wants to win. Besides that, I I can't, you know, I can't dispute what they've done so far this year, Joe. You know what I mean? I mean, they're 14-3. You can't argue with that. I've been around 56 years living and watching the Eagles, and now all of a sudden, you know, they have had the best year they've ever had, so... Well, you it's know. one of the great. I mean, Jerry, it's one of the great years of franchise history. They've been incredible this season. I think we've almost overlooked it this year because we're a little worried now, and there's some injuries. But they have been an incredible football team. Jerry, you want to play the Cowboys next week? I'd rather play the Cowboys than any other team because that's probably the best chance we got. Because the 49ers, I, I still, I still don't believe in that journeyman quarterback or whatever kind of quarterback they got because. That's just crazy that he's been doing this. Uh, no, I know. No, it's it's, it's cra- it is crazy. Um, I, yeah, think, we, yeah, we, I think it'll we end at some point, but it, person, yeah, it, it is crazy. Jerry, man, I appreciate I appreciate the phone call. See, Jerry gets it. He wants to play the Cowboys. Brock Purdy, we'll see him eventually. 
journeyman. Yeah, rookie, young journeyman, whatever. He, he might I mean, maybe he will be a journeyman. Maybe maybe Jerry's from the future. He could see the career of Brock Purdy playing out. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard on this Friday night. Look, we know who the, we know who the options are. We know the possibilities are. I, I think Chalk's going to hold. I don't think the Seahawks are actually going to win the game. I don't think the Giants are going to upset the Vikings. I think we're going to get the winner of the Bucks and the Cowboys. And the choice is easy for me. I want the Cowboys. You with me? 215-592-9494. I want the Cowboys here next week. Tucker doesn't. Ray Dittinger doesn't. Tom Kelly doesn't. Everyone's scared of the Cowboys. I'm not scared of the Cowboys. I want them here next weekend. I want to beat them here next week. And we'll talk about that. And we get back. Latest on Jalen Hurts, including some fear within the Eagles. It seems like that he could re-injure it next weekend with the wrong hit. You hear that next. Sports Radio 94 WIP. NFL Wildcard Weekend, it's here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up, promo code Chilio. FanDuel is all your favorite bets from the money line, the points, press, the player props. Plus, you could even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. I do like the Chargers. I know, I know. Williams is out and Doug, and I do like the Chargers this weekend. I also think Seattle could keep that game close tomorrow because of the weather. It is supposed to be a monsoon in San Francisco tomorrow. I like Seattle to keep that game close. All an app that's safe, secure, it's super easy to use. I really like the FanDuel app. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP, so football fans don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 of free bets, win or lose, with promo code G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more at FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Gilio with you. Tucker Bagley behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. Boy, do we have a lot. Well, every once in a while on a Friday night, I'm like, do we even have enough time to get to all this stuff between, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to will the Cowboys here to Philadelphia next week so the Eagles could beat them and knock them out of the playoffs. Well, have um, NFL picks later on. Connor Orr, Sports Illustrated, is going to join us. We'll get to the Lane Johnson stuff as he returned to practice today, and it's very good news on him. Um, and, of course, it's a Friday. we got to play explicit history here, and... We'll tell you what the theme is, but we thought it was time to start getting some good vibes back in Philadelphia. But a week of little worry here. I mean, I'm, I'm part of it. I'm worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder. We'll play something for you in a second, which adds to that. But we thought it'd be time to get some good vibes back in Philadelphia as we enter the wild card weekend and then a playoff week for the Eagles. But before we get back to the phones, are you with me? Do you want to see the Cowboys next week? Or do you think I'm crazy on this? I mean, I, I want I want the Cowboys to come to Philadelphia. I want no part of the Bucks and Tom Brady. First, though. The latest on Jalen Hurts. So we knew yesterday he went out there, he threw a towel around, nothing really. And then today, he did throw a little bit. He was back at practice throwing a little bit, uh, more like kind of a normal limited practice. But listen to this. Uh, Diana Rossini, ESPN this morning on Get Up, talking about Jalen Hurts, that shoulder, and, and what's really going on here in Philadelphia. The concern is that shoulder injury that he's going to get a, take another hit, right? One tackle could do a lot of damage. The mm-hmm. extra time, you just heard Jalen talk about it, is certainly helping. And, and he was very transparent about it, going, like, we needed this rest because that shoulder still needs to heal. But there's definitely concern in Philly about a re-injury when he comes back because we know he, he's a mobile quarterback that is going to have to use his arm in this game if they want to win. And, and, and they're, they're going to want to keep him up right there. So that's certainly something that's on their minds at this point. Well, it's on all our minds. Um, and what she's saying there, I, I don't think it's crazy. I'm sure they've thought about it in the building. We've thought about it here on WIP all week. But she went on, and it's kind of ominous here listening to Diana Rossini as she ends this. You're telling me, you, you were telling us this morning, and I want to drill down into this, that there is concern there. It, 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 oh, yeah, there, know, there, there's fear. I, and I, I know you touched on perhaps it being a very low risk the or the chances he, yeah, of it happening yeah. are low, whereas the understanding I was getting just from having a conversation with someone in Philly yesterday – there, there is just concern it's going to happen again. And then they're in a really, really tough position because we saw what happens when Jalen Hurts isn't on the Well, they're screwed if it happens again. We just put it that way. It's over uh, if it happens again. And I mentioned this when he, when, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about this. That's what happened last year. Last year he came back, had the ankle injury. He gutted through it. He, he didn't run as much. They won against the bad teams end the season. They go to the playoffs. Early on in the playoff game, it, it, I said it all offseason, it was the least talked about significant story in Philadelphia. He re-injured the ankle. And we're taking call after call, like, well, he's not as strong enough arm. That throw he missed to Devontae Smith. I was like, hey, he couldn't push off his ankle because he re-injured it. So that fear that exists, I, I, it probably dates back to last year because we had an injured player. He got healthier, got back, and re-injured it. So that, uh, whew, it's ominous. It is certainly ominous. 215-592-9494. I want the Cowboys next week. Jim in Clifton Heights. What's up, Jim? What are you thinking? Joe, Joe, I'm with you 100%. I want the Cowboys. And can I tell you why? Yes, I want to hear why. 
Well, first of all, I can't, I couldn't wait to see Jerry Jones get up here and see that face of his when he, that little rear end starts puckering at the end of the game and the Eagles are winning by a lot. And the second piece is, you know, you talked about Dak and you talked about Mike, but you didn't talk, I mean, uh, you didn't talk about Ezekiel. That, that, in, that imaginary spoon that he sticks to his mouth every time, feed me, feed me, I like to see it go up as imaginary you-know-what. <laughs> you know what, Jim? I like that. And, yes, I would like to beat him, too. Jim, I appreciate the phone call. Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. And, and Tucker was right when he said it. Dak has had uh, done well against the Eagles. So is Zeke. I mean, look at Zeke's numbers against the Eagles since he's gotten the league. I mean, he's run through the Eagles. A lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards. I mean, he's done, he's done very well. You know what I'd like to do? I, I would love for next weekend, Cowboys in here, game of the week on Fox, first play, I mean, I mean, first play of the game. Brandon Graham reads the play and just knocks Elliott right back behind the line of scrimmage. That, that Ezekiel Elliott is one player that's always bothered me. I, you know, I don't, I'm not a Dak Prescott fan, but I, I've always respected Dak Prescott. I, I don't think he's a bad dude. For some reason, I just I've never liked Ezekiel Elliott. I just I've never liked him. I just I, I want to see that guy lose, and I would love if he came here next week and fumbled near the goal line or something and lost the game. I, I like that. I, I did forget about Zeke there. Al is in Downingtown. What's up, Al? Yeah, you doing today? Um, I couldn't agree with you any more about bringing the bringing the Cowboys here. Uh, you couldn't ask for anything better than just beating you know beating Jerry Jones. Well, and the camera on him, Al, and then the, 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 you know, the microphone in front of his face after the game when he was talking about the, you know, congratulating the Eagles. That, that would be the best part when he had to acknowledge the Eagles beat him. That would be great. Oh, definitely. My, my only thing is I don't think we're going to have any problem in the NFC. My only thing is just I think we're going to make it the Super Bowl. I just have a problem with Buffalo. I think we're going to see them, and they're just on a path with everything going on, and that's my only concern. Yeah, and they, and they do have kind of that team of destiny feel, and, and Al appreciate him, and I don't know if it's – uh, you know, I mean, it, they, they kind of had it to begin the season. Now you add in the DeMar Hamlin factor and how much emotion that team has. Yeah, I mean, of course, I have a healthy respect for Buffalo and the Eagles would be underdogs at a Super Bowl against the Bills. That being said, you know, if this train keeps rolling, I, I, I'm just thinking week by week. I, I, I'm not I'm not worried yet about the Niners in the NFC title game. I'm not worried about the Bills in the Super Bowl. I'm taking it week by week. That's the way I approached it in my mind in 2017. I'm approaching it the same way now. And the Eagles got there. They built momentum back up. They believed in themselves. And they were able to knock off the Patriots with with Brady and, and, and Belichick in 2017. And you know what? For as good as Allen is and as good as McDermott is, they're not Brady and Belichick. So if that could be done... The Eagles could beat the Bills in four weeks. That is certainly possible. 215-592-9494. I want Dallas. I want no parts of Tom Brady coming in here. I, I Sometimes I think we get caught up in the moment too much. Yeah, the Bucs have been a worse team this year than the Cowboys, obviously. They're 8-9, and nine, and the Cowboys won 12 games this year. And they, they pushed the Eagles down the stretch for the division. But let's also not forget down the stretch that the Bucs actually looked like a better team over the past I don't know, three, four, five weeks. And the Bucks, they just looked better. They looked like they were turning it on a little bit. Brady looked a little bit better. Godwin coming off that injury last year looked a little bit better. Uh, the chemistry between Brady and Evans a little bit better. I, I don't think because they were 8-9, and nine, it means it's an easy win for the Eagles next week. And I don't believe because the Cowboys won 12, that would be like, oh, no, it's the, Cow- the Cowboys. The Cowboys are ripe to be beat. It'd be their fourth straight road game. They're not as good on grass. McCarthy stinks. Dak's turned the ball over. That's what I want. 215-592-9494. All right, along with uh, our conversation here on, on who you want to play next weekend, every Friday night, and we've been doing this for a long time now, we've been playing Explicit History. And 
you know, we always have a different theme. Most times it's the Eagles' opponent. That's kind of uh, the explicit history we usually play here. Well, we don't have an opponent this weekend. We, I want it to be the Cowboys a week from now, but we don't have an opponent. So you can't go back through the history and say, oh, let's talk about that highlight against that team or that team because, well, there's no opponent this weekend. But here's what we do have. We do have a, a city right now that's got some trepidation. I feel it. it. This reminds me so much of 2017, that bye week was angst. It was, it was not excitement, that bye week. It was like, you know, it was a lot of questions on the quarterback. And at that point, it was, can Nick Foles deliver? Can he play? Can you win with him? Right now, it's about Jalen Hurts. Can he deliver? Can he stay healthy enough to be himself? That's, that's the question we have right now. So there's fear. There's angst. There's nervousness. There's like a nervous energy. So we thought tonight, it's time to flip the script a little bit here. Let, let's start thinking to positive on next weekend, positive on this run. So what better way to do it than going through an explicit history here of the last special Eagles runs? You know what I'm talking about. So tonight, explicit history, you call in, we'll talk about the opponent for next week, and we will give you a highlight from the 2017 Super Bowl run. I mean, there's no shortage here. I mean, Tucker putting these together, I'm sure we could have come up with 100. You know, there's so many different little moments in those three. Only three games, right? It wasn't like they went for the wild card. Right? So only three games. But I have to imagine in our system there's hundreds of highlights, 50 to 100 highlights from that run. So when you call them, we'll give you a highlight. The 2017 postseason run, Atlanta, Minnesota, and, of course, the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. Explicit history. Let's talk to Kenny who's in Middletown here. What's up, Kenny? Hey, what's going on, my man? Kenny, what are you thinking tonight? What's on your mind? So this is what I'm thinking, man. And this beat this. I actually think Seattle's going to go out there to San Fran and take care of business. It's going to be very rainy, which Seattle is used to. And I just really think that's going to be the upset of the wild card weekend. Out of all the games, that's going to be the the upset. Well, to go, to, Kenny, to go to your idea before you – and I'll let you finish. To go to your idea, um, rookie quarterbacks making their first postseason start typically don't do very well. Like, it's it's pretty amazing that, that Brock Purdy – I know he's played well, but he's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite because rookie quarterbacks typically that first playoff game is, is a challenge. I know it is going to be. And that's why I'm sitting here like, you know, he's going to be extra – I don't know if he's going to be extra nervous. He might He might be really good. But just something in me is saying – Seattle's going to come here. They're going to be, take care of the Niners. They're going to come here. They're going to give us a pretty good game because that, that running back of theirs is pretty good. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. Yeah, that's his name. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, and I think whoever wins that Vikings-Giants game is who we're going to meet in the NFC Championship game. Ooh. I don't think we're going to meet the Bucks or the, We're not going to see Dallas or the Bucks at all. So yeah, that that well, that would mean the path for the Eagles could be some sort of some combination of Geno Smith or or Daniel Jones. Which I, Kenny, if it's that, I'm going to sign up for that right now. Kenny, you want to play explicit history with us? All right, I take it. All right, let's give Kenny a highlight here. Kenny, here comes a highlight from the 2017 playoff run. We bleep out a name. You tell us the name that's bleeped out. Here we go. The Falcons break from the huddle. Why right? Where is Tanu in the slot? Lone receiver to the left. Ryan with Coleman to his left. Ryan rolls. Ryan pumps. Ryan is throwing it up in the air. Incomplete! Incomplete! And Taylor for Incomplete! And the Eagles take over on downs with 58 seconds left. What an unbelievable job by this defense. Kenny, who is that name bleeped out? 
I feel like they're saying Julio Jones. You are right, Kenny. Yes, okay. you hit it. It was Julio Jones, the fade pattern in the end zone. Kenny, appreciate the phone call. The cover's here by, uh, by um, Jalen Mills. So, it's funny. We put the highlight was posted all over the place today because today is today is actually the anniversary, not yesterday. We got to cross that up yesterday. Today is the anniversary. Five years ago today, that play happened, and so I mentioned last night when we were talking about this that it felt like that ball hung up in the air for a really long time, and that play felt like it. It just it, it never ended. But it, maybe it was just because we knew the game was on the line and it was just nerve wracking. But actually. I think we have some evidence that that play took long took a long time. So I saw today when when it was posted out there, that ball was snapped. I believe at 105 to go in the game. Did you hear the call by Merrill at the end? The play ended at 58 seconds. That's a long time for a fade pattern, right? That's a long time for like a jump ball in the end zone. Those are usually, I don't know, three second plays four, at the most four second plays. It was a seven-second play. Like, Ryan moved, and then he took some time, and then he threw it up in the air. and it just, it, The ball just felt like it was in the air forever. But actually, that the time actually makes sense. I mean, seven seconds is a long time for – I mean, how far away was Ryan from the end zone? The, the five-yard line? Six when he threw it? I mean, he wasn't I – don't, I don't think he was behind the 10-yard line. I think he was all – that all took place within, you know, within the six, seven-yard range before the end zone. So, like, it was not a long pass that had to hang up in the air for a long time. It just felt like it took forever. 215-592-9494. Explicit history as we relive the 2017 playoff run. And do you want Dallas? I do. I'm not scared of that team. I want to see McCarthy here against the Eagles. I want to see Dak. You know he's turned the ball over against the Eagles. I mean... It's a matter of how many picks next weekend for Dak Prescott here if it's Dallas coming in. That's the team I want. I don't believe the big underdogs are going to win. I don't, I don't think Seattle's actually going to win tomorrow despite the rain. And I, I'm just not interested in the Tom Brady thing. I, I mean, you could tell me all you want about his stats, about his yards per attempt, about his 8-9 and nine record. It's Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, who has had multiple game-winning drives this season. I don't want that guy coming here next week. I'd much rather see Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Austin is at Springfield. Hey, Austin. Hey, how are you? Good, Austin. What are you thinking tonight? I'm thinking I want Dallas. Definitely want Dallas. Um, So we've been saying we're the better team all Mm -hmm. year. I think it's time to prove it, right? And it would be the ultimate way to do it, right? I mean, they play they play oh, yeah. twice during the year, but each time, you know, one of the two quarterbacks was out. It'd be, it's kind of like the rubber match to prove it. Yeah, 100%. And I'm not with the Tom Brady thing. I mean, Tom Brady is the GOAT. Um, you know, he gets rid of that ball very quick. I know we have a good defensive line. I know we get after the quarterback. But, I mean, Tom Brady, being 46 years old, is like second in the league still of getting rid of that football. And uh, he doesn't take a lot of sacks, you know. And uh, that defensive team from the Bucks, I mean, is essentially pretty close to the one that won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you can't really count them out, you know. Well, you can't. And, and they're actually getting kind of rounding into form a little bit here, Austin. They're getting a little bit healthier on defense with their corners. So, so, yeah, I'm not interested in Tom Brady. Give me the Cowboys here. Austin, want to play some explicit history? Sure. All right, let's do it. Let's give Austin a highlight from the 2017 run. We'll give you a highlight, a name bleeped out. You tell us who it is. Here we go. Bowles gets it down. Oh, look out, and it is. Oh, my and he's deflected and caught by. He gets.
stretched to the 50 only, and now they're going to have to take their final timeout or clock it, and they do. They take a timeout here. Just judged it, trying to make the interception. I think his knee shot it back the other direction. Well, we are in Pennsylvania. It wasn't quite the immaculate reception, but very bizarre. It hits his knee and shoots it back in play. Austin, one of the great what-ifs of that run, the ball that went off Keanu Neal's knee. Who caught the pass for the Eagles? Oh, man. Um, Why don't we count it down here? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, Chris Long? 2, 1. It's not Chris Long. Austin, we appreciate the phone call. Uh, of course, Chris Long, defensive player, so he wasn't on the field for that particular offensive staff. So it wasn't Chris Long in the route. Uh, so I watched that highlight today. It's amazing how in back-to-back years, in the divisional round of the playoffs, the Eagles had incredible luck and then incredible bad luck, right? So it was the Ken O'Neill play, which fell into a receiver's hands. And then a year later, on the exact weekend, the ball bounced off of Alshon Jeffrey's hands, and they lost. And they won that game by five, right? It wasn't the difference in the game. But if it was only 12-10 and not 15-10, field they could have kicked the field goal, right? It would have played out a little differently on the final drive. What's crazy, we never talk about the next play. Foles hits Jeffrey for like 15 yards to set up a field goal with only one second left in the half. Yeah, that, that year they were really good at those last, when they needed to get yards in a short period of time, they, like the Giants game, when they take the Jake Elliott field goal, Wentz hit Alshon, Sim, very similar. It was like, I think it might have been the same play. It was like an out pattern. Just an out pattern, 15 yards, catch it, get out of bounds, and bring on Elliott. And the timing was perfect because you need to have it, everything has to be synced up, throw, catch, out of bounds, perfect, and it was. Um, but but so what Tucker said is true, that they won by five, they got a field goal there. We, you know, we'll, we don't really know. It's like a butterfly effect on how much that actually changed the game. Here's what I do think, though. They needed that score heading into the half to relax. Because if you remember, Nick Foles started off that game really poorly. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering if we get something similar next weekend with Jalen off of the, uh, you know, the sore shoulder, if, if he kind of starts out a little rusty. And then maybe by the, you know, the, as the game progresses, he picks it up the way Foles did. There was a play early in that game, Foles threw, it was a complete duck. Like the wind took it and it just fluttered in the air. And I sat there like, oh no, like, is he going to get through? Are they going to be able to win this game with him playing like this? And then that play happened. The ball went off in Neil's knee. They scored a field goal. Good pass to Alshon. To, to get out of bounds. And then he was good in the second half. Like, I, they didn't score a ton of points, but I, if I remember correctly, I, he went something like 9 of 11 in the second half. Like, he found his rhythm. And then obviously the next, you know, next week and the next week after he exploded and the offense exploded. But they needed that. They needed some momentum into the half, and they got it there. What a moment. What luck off the can O'Neill's knee. Frankie is in Roxburgh. Hey, Frankie. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good, Frankie. What's cooking tonight? Listen, I was just thinking something. Mm-hmm. They're not going to change nothing, Joe. Jalen's going to be Jalen. He did it in college, and I'm sure I, I'm sure he's been banged up before, Joe. And, and what I was thinking, Joe, is when he first got hurt, what was the timeline on him being fully like recovered? So it was a little bit. Um... 
you know, we didn't quite know because we, did, we didn't know the exact uh, level of sprain. But I do remember reading, Frankie, for that injury, if it was a grade one sprain, it was one to two weeks. And if it was a grade two sprain, it could be more like two to four, two to five weeks. So we're, we're still in that, in that four-week, three-week, four-week range if it was the grade two. Right. So when, it, when, he, when he gets on the field again, it will be... Uh, about four, a about four weeks. Five weeks. Yeah, I think it would be uh, uh, four or five. Yep, yep. So that's telling me, Joe, I, I was watching the news today. I was watching them throw. I, I didn't see anything that, that would uh, make me think that he's not back to himself. Yeah, and the only, I think the only thing is pain, right? Like, I, I didn't think he threw – the way he threw on Sunday, I didn't feel like it was it was bothering him. No, Joe, but – Here's the deal. He he's a different kind of player, and like, um, and I'm sure. Look at look at uh, Wayne. Jo- look at uh, Johnson. I I mean, he he's playing through pain, and and it happens all the time, Joe. Nobody's fully healthy, but he had a he had a good five week to to really rest his legs. He he's gonna be on point, Joe. Trust me. Frankie, I believe it, and I, and I think you know. Here's the thing: no matter how he's feeling, he's going to be out there, and he's going to and he's going to play. And I I don't think we're going to hear anything during the game about how he's feeling after the game. You know, we'll see, we'll see how he holds up, but we we know he's going to play and give everything he's got. We know that, right? And Joe, anybody can get hurt any given time, any play, any time. So it's not like they're taking a chance every time you step on the field. Well, that's true, and, and the Eagles will the entire postseason with all these guys. Frankie, you ready to play a little explicit history with us? Yeah, I'll try it, Joe. Uh, Frankie's ready to go. I don't go, know how man. I'm going to do, but I'll. Uh, I'll now you got this. I, I have Should we move on to the title game? Yeah, let's go to the title game. Frankie, here we go. Eagles Vikings title game five years ago. Kato okay. goes into a long count, straightens up, takes the snap. Here comes the rush. He's hit, and it's intercepted. It's picked off by. At the 30, cuts back across the field, looks for a block. Now he's at the 20, he's at the 15, the 10, the 5, touchdown! The rush came from Chris Long. Frankie, who made that play? I think it was Robinson. Ah, oh, see, Frankie, we knew you'd get it. That was easy. Frankie and Roxborough nails it. 215 592 9494. It's hey, hop aboard. I want the Cowboys. Dallas is the matchup I want. Yeah, the Seahawks are the seventh seed. They're not winning on Sunday. It's tomorrow. They're not beating the Niners. The Giants, they have a chance to beat the Vikings, but I do think too many people are on the Giants now, like as if they didn't only win nine games this year. I don't think that's happening either. I believe the winner of the Bucks and the Cowboys is coming here next weekend. Give me the Cowboys. Four straight road games. Dak's a turnover machine. McCarthy's a buffoon. And I want to beat that team and send them out for the season. I want the Cowboys. You with me or not? 215-592-9494. Come back. Your phone calls. And the latest on Lane Johnson. Back to practice today on the field. It sounds pretty good. And Lane sounds like he's ready to roll for next week. You'll hear from Lane Johnson next. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. And we'll play Explicit History with the best moments of the last playoff run. That's next on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.